0: Welcome to The Mental Dietitian Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Lynch-Potter, just a guy who's trying to live a great life and learn the best way to live it. This show is for the everyday human being that feels exactly how I feel. And every week, I will bring you weekly episodes on how to get better mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, and financially, so you can have a great mental diet. Welcome to The Mental Dietitian. I'm your host,
1: Aaron Lynch-Potter. Episode 76. Here we go. I feel like I haven't spoken. Maybe it's just me. I feel like I haven't spoken one-on-one in a while. I feel like a lot of my previous episodes, well, that's kind of crazy. Sometimes I forget all the episodes I've done. This is number 76. No, I did speak two weeks ago and the week before. I don't know what I'm talking about. Hope you're doing well, wherever you are in the world, whatever time of the day you're listening this This podcast. Today's podcast is going to be one where I'm just freestyling. Sometimes I will write down notes. I didn't used to write down notes ever. If I'm talking about more of a structured kind of um, subject where I want to give information and facts and things like that, I will do a, a bit of research and have a structure that I follow. Today is not one of those episodes. Today is a freestyle episode. And I was thinking like, what do I want to talk about today? And today's episode is titled Freedom is an Inside Job. The reason I, I wanted to talk about this is I was working with a client recently and I've worked with so many people in my life. I, I had a network marketing business for about four, three, four years and I coached hundreds of people during that time. I was coaching them how to build a business by selling products and um, taking people through like a qualification process and things like that, trying to build a group of people in a network. I ended up kind of transitioning out of that. And now I'm here. I'm building a coaching business. I'm working on building a course right now. It's going to be pretty epic. It's going to be my life's work, all the all this stuff, all the stuff I talk about in a podcast, all the stuff about becoming this uncomfortable things like that, and I'm really excited about it. It's the first time in my life I've ever created as something. And the reason I wanted to talk about freedom as an inside job is because that's what we're all looking for, isn't it? Whatever that means to you. And I want you to figure out the question, and so the answer to this question is, what is freedom to you? What is that... Feeling? What does it feel like? Because every person I've ever worked with, that's what they're looking for. They are looking for freedom. For a long time, I thought freedom for me was making so much money that I never have to worry about money ever again. And it's not like that I'm not on that path still. It's just. That's the only way that I thought I'd ever feel that feeling. Because that's all we're ever chasing in this life. Like when somebody's like, oh, I want to be financially free, and they start describing like, all this money in the bank, making millions of dollars or billions of dollars or whatever that looks like to them. What they are future framing is a feeling. They are imagining how they would feel to be financially free. Or somebody who's in pain all the time, <clears throat> their version of freedom might be. I could imagine a day where my my knee didn't hurt. And this is me talking about myself. I had years where I'd worry about my knee. It was the going back to. Uh, I think it was three episodes ago called "Removing Your Inner Thorn." My thorn for many years was my my knee. I had, I've got stem cells in my knee. Very grateful for my mother for helping me with that. She helped financially she did the research on it um I was told that because of my knee, that if I I'd have to get a knee replacement potentially and by the time I was 45 I'd need another one and then I can never get a you can't get a third knee replacement you can get two and if I kept on being as active as I was that I would be in a wheelchair by the time I was like 50 and I was like fuck that but that bothered me for 15 years probably my knee so for somebody that is thinking about freedom, it might be freedom from pain, freedom from worry, freedom from stress. Freedom is an inside job. It is not nothing externally can create a feeling that is generated within you. Some people are like, well, I disagree. Something externally happened and I feel the feeling. Yes, but you still generated that feeling. And if you can really understand that and really get that, that yes, there's things that happen in the outside world that affect the inside world. And it's vice versa. There's things in the inside world that affect the outside world. And as soon as you understand that, it gets to a point where the lines of the inside world and the outside world become very blurred. And what I mean by that is if you do enough work on yourself, you can become a creator, a manifester, and you start influencing the outside world. You become your own God. If I mean, that's a loaded word for a lot of people. <clears throat> a lot of people have an issue with that word. But you become your own creator, your own manifester of your own life. So what is, what is freedom to you? What does it feel like? I had a client I was working with recently, and she said that feeling that when you're at Disneyland. And I was like, well, that feeling you have, it's not about the location. It's a feeling that is generated within you. She's was like, okay. And I was like, so your work, or anybody's work, listen to this, your inner work is how can I feel that Disneyland feeling, for use the use of her words, more often? And the real question then becomes... What, where am I stuck? What is holding me back from feeling this freedom feeling? Freedom to express oneself. Basically freedom to be you. And a lot of people don't have that freedom because they don't create it for themselves. They keep themselves stuck. It's it's so fascinating doing the coaching work that I've done doing this being true to you course that I recently finished, which was like a psycho spiritual coach where I have learned skills and the mindset and the perspective of how to guide people to learn about that their emotions is not a concept in their mind, but it's a feeling in their body. Very fascinating stuff, especially you listening to this. If you ever feel sad or angry or shame, joy. I want you to, next time you feel it, any time, notice where it is occurring in your body. And this can be very hard for some people. Some people are like, I don't feel anything. Your body is connected to your mind. Your heart is connected to your mind. So anytime you feel sadness, you might feel a constriction in your chest. You might feel a feeling in your throat. If you feel anger, you might feel heat. I feel hot in my chest. I feel like I get sweaty palms. And it's this very powerful feeling, anger. Joy and happiness can be a very light, open, expansive feeling in the chest. So just learning things like that, like that's when you can start really learning that freedom is an inside job. Freedom is a feeling. Freedom is a newfound perspective of oneself. And it takes a long time for people to find that, even though it's always there. It's like... <laughs> Give me a second. I have a second of my coffee. <clears throat> it's the thing that we are all looking for, that thing. And I always say that it's the thing that you know that you're looking for. And I don't know what it feels like for you, but everybody's looking for it. They're seeking it. Some people seek it through building a business. Other people seek it through relationships. Other people seek it through uh, spiritual transcendence. Some people seek it through doing a bunch of plant medicines. Mm. They're looking for something. And we're all looking for something we're all it's the the threads of life that we sometimes follow and i think we need to follow and eventually you get back to the place where it's been there the whole time it's like this quote that i saw recently about about purpose and it's it's so true or finding yourself Finding yourself is not really how it works. You aren't a $10 bill in last winter's coat pocket. You're also not lost. Your true self is right there, buried under cultural conditioning, other people's opinions, and inaccurate conclusions you drew as a child and adult that became your beliefs about who you are. Finding yourself is actually returning to yourself. An unlearning, an excavation, a remembering who you were before the world got its hands on you. That right there is freedom. Your true self, the truest version of yourself, the journey back home. It's an uncovering, it's a remembering. A lot of people are like, oh, I've got to go find my purpose, gotta go find myself you know what, I'm going to travel to Thailand and all through Asia to find myself. Well, who's the person that booked the flight? It's like, i got to go find myself. It's like, you're right there. You've been there the whole time. <laughs> we need to go on these journeys. We need to go travel around the world to find ourselves. We need to do these quests to realize that you've been there the whole time waiting You've been there the whole time waiting for you to see, hey, you're right there. And you get blasted out of your mind and drink all the ayahuasca in the world and do all the psilocybin mushrooms. And you could do all that just to get to the point where it's like, oh, I've been here the whole time. But you need to unravel those layers of the onion and it it, is work and it's uncovering, it's rediscovering yourself and it's, it's amazing when you get to the point and I felt it a few times and I feel it a lot lately of like, oh, I simultaneously was building the bars of my own prison of perspective while at the same time holding the key in the other hand. And then that, that fucks you up. You're like, what the fuck, man? Like I'm, creating my own prison that i so am desperate to get out of but i've been holding the key for it the whole time and i said this to a client recently she was like i don't know what coaching is she's like i've I've done counseling and a lot of people have done counseling and therapy and things like that what's different about coaching especially the way you do it the way that i've been taught on how to coach people which is Really fascinating. It makes so much sense to me. Is that it's the perfect middle ground between a licensed counsellor or therapist, which I am not. I'm not going to diagnose anybody. I'm not going to tell you, hey, I think you have a bipolar disorder or multiple personality disorder. Take that terminology disorder. It's like there's something, there's something wrong with you. There's something deeply broken about you. So let's here's how we fix it. You're not broken. There's nothing wrong with you. That's the whole point. The, 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 but that's the bars of the prison. The bars of the prison are like personality disorder, bipolar disorder. And don't get me wrong. If you are taking medication for this, that's completely fine. And you should because that's that's where you're at. And if it helps you, fuck yeah. Awesome. And that's why we have Western Medicine. But those prison bars of these things and these diagnoses can keep people stuck for many years. And that's a, that's, that's a kind of clinical model. And I'm grateful for it because it saved so many people's lives. But it also has its uh, holes, just like any anything has its hole. It has its weaknesses, just like everything. So that's one style. That's one end of the spectrum. And the other end of the spectrum is talking to a friend and how you feel when you're talking to a friend. So coaching is right in the middle, especially the way that I've been learned how to coach. And it's helping people find their own tools. So when you talk to a friend, very comfortable, you can relax, you can be vulnerable because they're your friends, especially if you've been friends with them for many, many years. You can get comfortable. They know who you are. There's that rapport built with them, but they don't have any formal training especially if you get really vulnerable, especially if you start crying, especially if you express any kind of emotions, if they don't know tools of how to separate themselves, it could end up being projection. Oh, I think you should do this when maybe that person is talking about themselves and trying to project it onto you. But on the other end, in the license, I've heard feedback so many times from so many people, talk therapy, um, counseling, things like that is that it can be a very professional setting where you're in a room, maybe somebody's taking notes on a clipboard in front of you and you're in chairs, maybe they've got a button-up shirt. And it doesn't feel like a place where you can really take off the armor and be like, hey, this is who I am, this is what I'm struggling with. Nobody wants to scream and shout and cry in an office in some apartment building downtown in a city or some little duplex building where there's a counselor or a therapist sitting. So what's interesting about coaching is that it's that perfect middle ground of where somebody has a skill set, they've been certified, things like that, and they have a way to navigate these conversations, but it also feels like a conversation with a friend. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because the way that I've been taught on how to do this is that I don't have the answers. You have the answers. You know already. You have the answers you have the key in your hand. But a lot of people don't realize they have the key in their hand. They just see the bars of their own perspective prison that they have built for many, many years. And a lot of people's journey is like, well, my parents built these bars. My, this, this situation built these bars. The war, the horrible things that have happened to me have these bars, and they're so real, and you knock on them. And they're solid and they feel solid because they are solid because of our energy that goes into them. The real inner work is looking at those bars and it might take years. It could take so long, but eventually you realize that you are the one that created them. You are the one that created these bars and you might have did it to protect yourself. Like I know I've know, i spoken to people that have had horrible things that have happened to them as a child, whether it was an acute trauma like um, war, rape, abuse. Um, acute traumas is like a one-time event, like a very traumatic one-time event, like the death, seeing your mother die in a car crash, like big things like that. Then there's complex traumas where it's more nuanced and happens over many, many years. Maybe you had a brother or a sister and you felt like your mom and dad liked them more than you, and they were always pressuring you, or oh, you should be more like Bob or Jill or John. Or there's um you didn't feel like you had love from your father or your mother, or some some version of that, some version of I call it the great psychological pandemic of not enough, not enough itis, not enoughness. Some version that made you feel like that you were inferior, defect, not as good as. And then that, over time, will create those solid bars that are our prison in our own perspective that we have that is very real. I'm not saying it's not real. It's just, it's not that I'm saying it's not real. It is. It feels real, but I don't think it is real but it feels very real. And everybody's work back to this place of freedom, that freedom is an inside job, is slowly deconstructing this prison that a lot of people are in. And I have my own. I have my own limiting beliefs, and I'm working on them every day. I have limiting beliefs around relationships, around love, around money, around my own physical fitness sometimes. And there are also limits of being a human. There's limits, like... like, there are limits. We're on this physical plane. Like I'm like I'm a i am like i am I have a body. I have a body. And there's things that are limits. So this journey, this freedom is an inside job, this freedom is a feeling. This whole podcast, what it's about is realizing that there are bars, but you also simultaneously have the key. So when I've been working with clients, it's the first thing I say, I'm like, I'm not going to tell you anything. Because a lot of people when they, especially when they talk to some kind of coach or some kind of therapist or something like that, they're worried about, sometimes people are even looking for it. They're they're looking for, I want somebody to tell me what's wrong with me. And therefore, now that I have this thing that I can attach to of what is wrong with me, now I can build my life around that, that thing, because now I know what's wrong with me which if you go two episodes back, removing your inner thorn and listen to that, I highly recommend you listen to that. It's an extension. It's a, I took a paragraph, took, sorry, I took a chapter from the book, The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. Haven't read that book, highly recommend that book. And it talks about that, of making your life around that thing. A lot of people do it with ADHD Oh, and and then their entire, that is the thing. They attach, there's all this energy around it. They attach this energy around it and now they they have a safe place to anchor. This is why I am the way that I am. This is this solid bar that I built in my own prison, my own perspective. Cool. It's solid. Cool. Now I've got walls. Because it's very scary to break down the walls and just realize that you have all this freedom. It can be very scary, and I've I've felt it. And do you know what I've done? Before I've put the bars back up because it's so fucking scary. Because I have all this freedom, I have realized how powerful I am. That I'm like I can't I can't be with this right now. So let me just put up back a, a few bars. Mm-hmm. Let me just put up a few bars, a few walls back again, because all this, this big freedom feeling feels like a lot. So if you take anything from this, take that analogy of that we're all constructing our own bars in our own prison of our own perspective in some way, shape, or form. And sometimes that prison feels so good. It feels good. It's like, oh, I like this. This is my homeostasis. This is my home. And some people live their entire lives there, and they live great lives, and they, and they they are happy because they don't have anything else to compare it to. I'm saying that there is more that you can uncover, more peace, more freedom, and it's been there the whole time. I hope this helped. I look forward to sharing more about my journey of being a coach and sharing concepts I've learned and... And talking about more about this course that I'm building, and if any of you are interested in learning more or, or potentially working with me one-on-one or in a group coaching environment, please reach out to me on Instagram, Aaron Lynch Potter. I'm in the. I'm building a website soon. There'll be ways that you can emailing list, all that kind of stuff. I'm working on all of that. I've never done it before. It scares the fuck out of me. I don't know how it's going to look. No idea, but if you want to get in hold of me right now, if anything that touches you and, and you hear anything like, I want to learn more about that. I want to see where my bars are. And it, I'll leave you with this quote. And I love this quote. I've been saying it a lot lately is that the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek. And what I want to help people with is I want to hold their hand as they walk into that cave and find these scary things and get to the very end of the cave and illuminate that cave with light and love and realize that there's nothing to be scared of about yourself and that you can fully love yourself and you can find that freedom that feeling on the inside because it's an inside job
0: not an outside job love you guys talk to you next week Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Mental Dietitian Podcast. If you found any value at all, please share this with a family member or a friend, or just a guy or a gal walking down the street, just anybody at all. If you feel like it could help them and benefit them from the conversations that we're having, it would mean the world to me if you could also leave a review. It helps grow the show. It helps the algorithms, and I also do love connecting with my listeners. So please reach out to me on social media. The best way to get a hold of me is through Instagram. My Instagram handle is Aaron Lynch Potter, and that's spelled A-H-R-E-N-L-Y-N-C-H-P-O-T-T-E-R. Thank you so much once again.